Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Heading into this game, there was more force made about Coca-Cola than how Portugal will intend to approach the game. Well, let's just say something here. Germany, totally outclassed Portugal and fully deserved the win. Portugal opened the scoring, Germany equalized, Germany went ahead, Germany tripled the lead, Germany got the fourth and Portugal pulled one back. So the game ended 4-2. This is just a brief narration. Now I'm going to tell you how the game went, why Portugal lost. First of all, after the first game, I saw a lot of comments about Germany. I also spoke to a lot of people personally who seemed to talk about um, why Joachim Lowe should go, his tactics. Like, I knew what I saw from that game. France weren't the better side of the day. They won, okay? Congratulations to them. But Germany, Germany had the possession. Germany had some really good chances, you know. They had some good chances. And although France got some goals um, ruled out for offside, but they were not legal, they were offside, so... Why should you think about that? So basically, in my opinion, I would also say Germany were the better side. And uh, even if France were the better side or whatever, like, you may see the game differently from, from the way I do. But what I'm just trying to say was like, in my opinion, it was a very balanced game, actually. There was no clear better side. But after Germany lost that game, a lot of people seemed to underrate them. But after Germany lost that game, a lot of people seemed to underrate them. And today they showed who... They are. You know, so many top players with a lot of experience in that side. And the mix with the young players like Kai Havertz was just absolutely fantastic. By the way, big up Kai Havertz though. What a performance from him. Like, he's faced a lot of criticism this year after the big money move to Chelsea. But let's give him some credit. Like, he, he's performed in some in some high-stake games, you know. And that is that's very impressive. That is very, very impressive. Now, moving on to the game, exactly what happened? Why did Portugal lose so badly? Okay, 
I'm going to say it in a very simple way and also going to analyze further. The simple way is this. Portugal on the day came into the game with the wrong mindset. Germany came into the game with the correct mindset. Now, why am I playing it down to mindset? After the game against France, which I said Germany were not the worst side on the day, I would call it a very even game actually from my opinion and the way I view football. But for large spells of the game, especially in the first half, France had Germany at arm's length. So they kept Germany in positions where Germany couldn't cause them any danger at all. And this led France to stay unharmed for so long in the game. Now, this game was totally different. Germany entered with the mindset of, we are going to go at it from the word go. We are going to set the tempo. We are going to peg them back. For the first 40-45 minutes of that game, Ruben Diaz, Pepe were never ever close to the halfway line. Not even once. So Germany stayed the tempo very well. They entered the game with intent. They came into the game with intent and they showed it right from the word go. As for Portugal, they didn't come with that same intent. And that is alright. I'm sure they entered the game with a very normal mindset, more like a neutral one. But with the way the Germans started, they just didn't have time to think. They just didn't have time to do anything. Basically, they were forced to defend, defend, defend. Germany got a goal though. It was ruled out for offside correct, correctly. Portugal, however, scored a goal. And at that moment when Portugal scored, we we're thinking, oh wow, the Germans are in big soup. And we we're also thinking, wow, Portugal, is this going to be six points out of six? Like, this is basically qualification. This is impressive, you know. A very beautiful and well-executed counter-attack. Bernardo Silva, Diego Jota, Cristiano Ronaldo. Fantastic execution. But... Germany equalized uh, an own goal from Ruben Diaz and <laughs> shortly after another own goal from Rafael Guerrero and Germany were in front just before the break. And now Portugal considered goals at the worst possible time. The worst, 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 worst possible time. Just before halftime. You know, 35th minute and 39th minute exactly. 39 minutes, just 5 minutes before halftime. It's frustrating. Now, when you see an own goal, you just maybe your head just um, what's it called? Your head just rings with the word error, Portuguese error, Portuguese error, Portuguese error. But no, a lot of the times, own goals come from immense pressure. And to be honest, Portugal couldn't keep playing that way. And I wonder why the players on the pitch and the coach didn't communicate basically, generally, to just tell them we have to move away from this. You can't just keep soaking up pressure, soaking up pressure, soaking up pressure. I remember talking about this the other day when I was talking about Hungary and Portugal. It is hard to soak up pressure for so long. Like you can do very well for majority of the game. But even if, if you if you fail to do well in like one in one attack, that can lead to a goal. And that's how hard it is to soak up pressure all game. You're rarely going to be successful with soaking up pressure. You can do very well. We can see defenders with magnificent performances, but in losses. In losses. In losses because this this kind of games hardly result in positive results for the team that just soaks up pressure. And for Portugal, the painful part was that there was just no way out for them. There was just no way out for them. When you're watching them, they were, it didn't look like they were ever going to attack. They didn't even look like they were in the game. They were focused. They didn't look like they were trying to do something with the ball positively. So the Germans capitalized on that. And going into the break, 
uh, to one up. It was fully deserved. I know the Portuguese would have felt like they would have felt how hard done by because of uh, the the way the the goals, the German goals came in quick succession. But still, it was very deserved. Like as it happened, I just had to say that very deserved. There was nothing. There was no other way to put it. You know, the Germans had had been better than the Portuguese. Now going into the second half. And it was basically the same story for most of it. The Germans scored the third, they scored the fourth. This time around, uh, Havertz and Gosses got the goals, the third and the fourth, respectively. Now, the story of the game is this. The Portuguese were defensive. And this time, it worked against them absolutely 100%. It went against them. And now, when they were defensive, what was their plan? Their plan was this. Right now, I can't say if it's a plan. Or if it's just the way the players just happened to play on the pitch. But they were a bit tucked in. The fullbacks, Guerrero and especially Nelson Semedo. First of all, uh, okay, no, no, no. I have to restrain myself from this. I do not want to talk about Nelson Semedo. Now, like, I'm, I'm trying to explain to you how Germany won tactically. But then I just mentioned Nelson Semedo. And now I am angry all over again. Nelson Semedo. Oh, my goodness. What? Oh. To be fair, I haven't seen Semedo have a good game in the past 12 months. I just haven't. I really just haven't. Uh, okay, Tana, sorry, sorry. Okay, moving on. This podcast shouldn't be about Semedo. Okay, moving on now. Semedo and Rafael Guerrero were not wide enough. So, Gonsens and Joshua Kimmich had a few day down the wings. And now, it might be tactical or it might just be how things happened on the pitch because, mind you, not everything that happens on the pitch was actually discussed in the, in the dressing room. Some things just happen, you know. Maybe certain players are trying to are trying, are trying to track certain players and that now leaves space open on certain uh, parts of the pitch. This is just the way football is. So I'm not going to... I, I don't know if it, if it was planned or not. But on several locations... Semedo just wasn't wide enough to be a defender on the wing. He wasn't a wing defender. And when teams do this, let me say at least when it's planned, it is intentional to surrender the wings. Like if you see a lot of small teams play Manchester City, this is what happens. They choke the middle because you believe, yes, the middle is the the place where they can cause you the most danger. Uh, the place you're most delicate. So you try to protect the middle and you have to sacrifice the wings. You have to sacrifice the wings. And uh, yeah, you just want them to put in the crosses and you have to, you 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 believe in your centre-backs and your goalkeeper to judge the crosses very well and uh, head it out or whatever, punch it away. But basically, this is what happens with a lot of defensive sides and also happens a lot when smaller sides are playing bigger sides. They surrender the wings. And they just choked the middle. And uh, it happened a lot. But I have to say, what a performance from the Atalanta man, Gossens. He's been fantastic all tournament, even against France. He made a good impression. I was impressed. And today, he just carried it on. And he even became a lot more impressive. And that was the undoing of Portugal, basically. Because in the middle, Portugal kind of defended well. All the goals, like unless I'm not remembering any, but basically all the goals just came from wing play. So like... If Portugal surrendered the, the flanks intentionally or not, the truth and the summary of this game was that they were done. They were done on the flanks. 
Germany really did Portugal on the flanks. And that was just basically the story of the game. So now the group is this way. In case you were wondering, France are on top with four points. Germany in second place with three points. Portugal in third with three points. Hungary in fourth with one. Now, this group will go down to the wire. It will go down to the last day. Any team can qualify. Any team can qualify. And the most intriguing part of it is France versus Portugal. The final group game for Portugal. I think for Germany. Germany are through to the group. Right now, Germany are favourites to finish first. Because after such a, a confidence booster against one of the tournament favourites in Portugal, it, 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 it certainly would have increased their confidence. Like, this game, this game ultimately isn't a do or die for Portugal. If they won this game, they were basically through. It was an important game. So I'm not trying to downplay the importance, but I'm just trying to say like Portugal can still very well go through as well as any other team in that group. Now for Germany, winning this game, what it did for Germany was really put them where they were supposed to be, really give them the confidence that Germans should have in any given international tournament. Because after the loss um, against France, a lot of people were questioning them, were questioning how good they are today how good their tactics are. If Joachim Lowe should have gone, his tactics being still, all sorts of things were said. And I knew it just wasn't this bad. They weren't bad against France. They weren't bad. This is not a podcast about France, but they weren't bad against France. Uh, they just uh, they just didn't start well. And they picked up in the second half, really, and could and should have gotten an equalizer. So, like, it wasn't that bad, but people really reacted a lot to this. And that that also affects you psychologically because people just didn't treat Germany like like Germany. You know, Germany are always one of the favorites. They just didn't treat them. You hear, you hear them talking about all countries now being favorites. They're not talking about Germany. So now this victory really gives Germany a real confidence booster. Mentally, psychologically, it has restored them to the place where they were meant to be initially. If at all they, they, they ever left where they were meant to be. Honestly, this 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 victory might be the turning point for Germany in this tournament. Uh, depending on how far they go, we'll see. But I know no matter how far they go, this victory really will make them know, yes, we can play the best and beat the best. And again, this victory will also make them look back on their game against France and know that, to be fair, like, we weren't outclassed by France or Portugal. And this was the group, this is the group of there. This is the craziest group, you know what I'm saying? A very crazy group. And for you to play France... To play Portugal, and to be honest, on both occasions you weren't outclassed. And against France, I I would say it was an even game, but like Germany were not worse than France, and like they held their own. That's the truth. Just like some some situations, some some little little decisions on the pitch from the players. It was just the things that decided that game, honestly. But they they held their own, and against Portugal, they absolutely played Portugal off the park. So this is massive for Germany. For Portugal, they just have to pick up themselves and go up against France because they don't have time. They don't have time to sulk. They don't have time to cry. They don't have time to be sad. Honestly, against France, if they if they get a draw in that game, I don't know what's going to happen between Germany and Hungary, but I believe Germany are going to dispatch Hungary um, convincingly. But Portugal now is looking from a position where they know they, they've got to win to be certain. They've got to win to be certain. We don't know what's going to happen. Once more, please do not forget to like, subscribe, share, rate us. It is very important, as I keep saying. The only way for the algorithm to know the Tana Toxica is the best. Yes, I know it's the best. You know it's the best. But the only way for the algorithm to know it's even sensible at all 
is if you do things like this, rate, uh, comment, and stuff like that. So yes, this is uh, this is the way I ask you guys to contribute to the Tana Toxica podcast. Not financially at all, but this way. Have a good day. Bye. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 